So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 238. For March 22nd, 2020, my name is Nathan Reed Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Cyberpunk Monk couldn't be here, uh, but... and neither could, Yeah, and neither could Parallax Abstraction, but uh, I believe Friday was Connor's birthday, so happy birthday, Connor. And yesterday was Parallax Abstraction's birthday, so happy birthday, Parallax Abstraction. You know he's 41 years old? 41. Wait, like, really? Yeah, yeah, he's 41 years old. Yep. No, he's not. No. Yeah, he turned 41 yesterday. So, that's, that's something that happened. Uh, anyway, let's, let's talk about what you did this week. What... Where can we find you? It's a, a roa.website. You'll find all the links there, right? Yep. And what games have you played this week? Well, um, played that, played that Animal Crossing. All right. What good games have you played this week? Boy. <laughs> I'm, te- I, I'm sorry. I, I, I know a lot of people like it. I don't really care. I just don't understand. Boy. I don't get it. I don't understand why Boy. people like Animal Crossing. Like, I don't like what? farming in real life. So, farming. It ain't about farming. What, what's it's it about? It's about togetherness. Yeah, I hate to get... It's we about need, making friends. We're supposed to keep... Having a community. We're supposed to get away from the... We're supposed to be isolationists now. Well, that's what we do in real life. That's why we need Animal Crossing, to bring us back. It's It's... It's the it's the first true strand game. Oh right, right. Well, I don't know. Uh, Everyone Plague... thought Death Stranding was the first strand game. Animal Crossing was. I I I see that. What about um uh, pa- uh Plague Inc? Isn't that a good? Isn't that no, a good one to play? About, it's not about bringing people together. That's about that's about real life. That's <laughs> about real life now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what what we have happening right now. Um. Did you play anything else other than Animal Crossing? Um, well, uh, so you may or may not be aware, uh, the, you know, with, with the cancellation of every major event for the next, uh, six months. Yeah. Um, so Jeff, Jeff Keeley, uh, you know, he does this, he does this thing where there's a bunch of Steam games and you get, you get free demos. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I downloaded all of them. Uh, uh, all of the free demos. Yeah. Did you did you play them all and put them on YouTube? Uh, I'm going to. That's that's what you got to do, that's right? That's my content for the next month. Yeah, yeah. How many games are there? A lot. I think forty nine. Nice. That one a day. That's over a month. It's over a month of content, so that's uh, that's gonna keep you. That's gonna boost your numbers up. You're gonna get tens of views. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be living like Larry. You know what I mean? Yes. 
No, I, I don't. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what that means. Living like leisure leisure suit, Larry. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be getting uh getting cucked. That's uh that's the game I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Leisure Suit Larry for the original Xbox, which they actually made. Why for I... the original Xbox? That there was one for the original Xbox. Did did you not remember that? I mean, I I didn't play it. Yeah, it's really bad. That's that was the joke. Leisure oh, suit. yeah, that that game was well all. Let's be fair. All the Leisure Suit Larry games were pretty bad. But hey, this one was really, really the, the bad. Old, the old DOS adventure games weren't bad at all. Yes, they were. And you know it. <laughs> they were awful. What so, are you talking about? Terrible. Terrible games. Uh, so you're going to play all 49 of those games and put them on YouTube. So that's yeah. cool. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, 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 there's another thing I wanted to ask. Uh, you told me yesterday, I don't know if you want to mention this on the podcast, but um, you dropped off oh, yeah, your... yeah, quit. Yeah, you quit your job. I quit my fucking job. What, what happened? Um, I got another job. Cool. Um, how much... Uh, is it a pay increase or is it a lateral move? It is a pay increase. Significant or insignificant? Uh, it's back to what I was making when I first started at... Uh, my last job. So, so significant. You know, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a solid three dollar an hour increase. You know, back to the amount that I basically need to be able to live. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, I know how that goes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I keep I keep thinking that I kind of feel bad because I I still haven't even told them um, that I quit. Yeah, that's so, something you might want to bring up. At the next team meeting. <laughs> it was like, uh, and, and the real reason why is that I didn't want them to do something stupid. Uh, like if I told them on Friday, like, hey, by the way, uh, I'm not going to be here Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday yeah. or ever. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I didn't want them to uh, cut off my money, you know? And want them to to be like, oh, we're just not gonna pay you right now. We're gonna we're gonna wait the two weeks that we're legally allowed to. Oh, see, uh, see, I think in Oregon they're required like on your last day they have to give you a check. Oh yeah, I don't know how it works. Um, yeah, like in Oregon, I, um, if they let you go or you quit, like they you, they have to have that money there that day. Like they cut you a check. Uh, they oh. pay you for any holiday pay that or uh vacation pay that you don't have paid to you yet so uh, um, i i don't know how missouri works with that um yeah it's, so, it's not like that but. it's weird that you're you're so close to missouri right mm-hmm. so um well, well congratulations on getting a, a better paying job that hopefully yeah. hopefully will treat you better um, i kind of wonder i you see the funny thing is uh, I told them about this podcast when I interviewed, and I oh. know that one of them listened on, like, like, like the weekend after the interview. Yeah, and, and he's I, like, "You're I a Satanist." They, well, I don't know if they continued listening after that. I'm gonna so, name this episode "Aroa Definitely Quit," and just see <laughs> see what happens. Like, I don't know. I'm gonna. Um, I, it, I'm seriously gonna name it that. <laughs> And uh, it, it, just in case they do listen to this, um, 
my my desk phone and that Raspberry Pi are in a cardboard box next to the front door. I put it in the bushes. <laughs> cool. Um, so we're gonna move on to me, and then we're gonna we're gonna transition into the stories. But I got a little bit of an update to to talk about while I'm talking about the games. So um, I'm still unemployed. Still got that going for me. Um, which kind of sucks. It's it's weird. So I figured out I figured out how I reacted to getting fired, and I, I want to bring this to you because I know you've been let go of places before as well. And just ask if this is the same thought that you had, right? So I'm like laying in bed every morning, like, oh, I need to get up and go to work. Oh wait, I can't go to work because I don't have a job. And I was, fe- and as I said last week, I was feeling kind of depressed for like a week. And I realized that I reacted the same way I react when I get dumped. <laughs> like I- I'm laying in bed and I'm like, why don't they love me anymore? What did I do wrong? Like I just, it didn't work. Like I, I and obviously, you know that place sucks. And I've seen them just go through so many different people. And be like, oh, you're getting laid off, or you're fired, or you're fired. You know, there was a guy there for 20 years, that over 20 years, and he was one of the supervisors. And they're like, oh, your area is falling a little bit behind. We're not going to give you a chance to improve. We're firing you. Um, they had the the general manager who used to be the vice president, but then they gave him, they basically gave him a different title. Uh, so he ended up being from vice president to general manager. They let him go. They fired him the same day they fired me. So, like, I've seen, like, them just go through people like that. Um, but I still reacted like, oh, my God, why, why did they get rid of me? I'm so great. So, uh, anyway, that was weird. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot happier about getting um, let go right now because uh, the people are kind of struggling because they have to ramp up all of their... Uh, work from home stuff and that's taking a huge toll on everyone there except for me because i'm not there <laughs> and uh but for the games i played this week i played some halo uh halo master chief collection i played some red dead redemption too again uh it's not a game i'm really liking that much but it's all right it's really well made but it's just so it's kind of boring uh, I did run into, I actually did this off stream. I, was, I just turned on the game and played it for 20, 30 minutes. And I ran into this, this house and the people were like, hey, come on inside. I'm like, this is a trap. <laughs> come on inside. We're, we're all neighborly. Come in and have dinner. I'm like, all right. So I went inside. I was like, maybe, maybe it's, this is going to throw a curveball and be like, there was dinner. Have fun. But no, of course not. Uh, first off, the the people are definitely married or or in a relationship, but then they'll like make comments like, "Oh yeah, when we were kids and mom and pa." I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's they're definitely brother and sister and also husband and wife." And then, uh, you take three shots, and you get blackout drunk, and they take all your money from you and leave you in a ditch. But for some reason, they leave you with your pistols. So you instantly just go back to their house and murder the shit out of them and then get your money back. So that was weird. And then the game broke and um, I, 
you know how sometimes you'll fall through the earth and just keep falling and then randomly teleport to a different area on the map? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I got well, a little bit of a... See, I, I'm sorry, what was that? I, I, I knew about the the thing with the, the two people in the middle of the random wilderness. See, I didn't uh, know about that. Yeah, um, I was kind of surprised that you hadn't seen that because that's like, that's like the big wow, that's really weird kind of moment that, mm -hmm. that seems like everyone likes to talk about. Yeah, and then I knocked, I went back there, and I killed the guy, I think, and then I knocked out the girl, and now she's on the back of my horse, and I just kidnapped her. So, that's what I did. Anyway, uh, I also played, last night, I was like, man, what game should I play? I should play something. Um... And I was kind of like going between, do I want to play a game? Ah, don't. And then I was like, screw it. I'm going to play some Overwatch. I haven't played that since Halo came out, right? So I load up Overwatch. I'm playing it on stream. I'm actually doing pretty well uh, for myself. I think playing Halo has really improved my aim quite a bit. Because Overwatch is uh, quite a bit easier than Halo is with, with accuracy. Uh, but playing Halo, I've definitely improved my aim quite a bit, so I was doing a lot better than I normally do. And I got raided by uh, some people from the Shed, and I, find I actually got embers donated to me. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, hey, thanks for the embers, guys. And I'm not even thinking about how much, because I'm trying to play the game and, and react to the chat and stuff. And so I'm not even thinking how many embers are being given to me. And you know what embers are. They're, ju they're just like bits on Twitch. Yeah. They're like, or tokens on Shatterbait. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I get off the stream, and I'm like, do 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 I'm like, oh, I wonder how much I was donated. $96. Wow. Yeah, so I made $96 last night. I'm like, you know, if, I, if somehow I were able to stream, even if it was eight hours a day, and I got $100 a day, I could probably live off that. <laughs> like I could probably obviously that's not well, going to happen. If you, if you got a hundred dollars a day, yeah, you could definitely live off that, bro. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's not that's not going to happen. It's, I, I mean, the most I'm probably going to make is like a hundred dollars a month. But to get ninety six dollars in one day, that's pretty that's pretty awesome. Uh, so thank you everyone. If anybody's listening to this, uh, thank you for uh, coming in and and. Pressing that follow button, I got seven new followers and $96, which uh, is a pretty good increase for me. Anyway, let's move on, and we'll talk about some stories. Um, oh, oh, one more thing I wanted to say uh, before, before we talk about the stories. Another thing happened today. Uh, I, have, I have two cars on my, on my insurance. One of them is my car, and then I also, my friend Chris... Uh, He's on my insurance as well with his truck. And uh, his truck caught on fire. So he was driving down the road, and his truck caught on fire. And I was like, oh, no. And so I called Geico. And thankfully, they, they count that as a no-fault accident. So. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I was like, oh, good. That means my rates aren't going to go up. <laughs> Uh, and that also means that because it's no fault, even though, even if it was at fault, he would still get the other benefits. Uh, so it's like a $500 deductible. And then 
Uh, you get like you get a car rental, fifty dollars a day, up to fifteen hundred dollars. Just you know, quite a few things that are included in it, which is pretty nice. And I'm uh, I'm pretty happy that that's not going to raise my rates. And I'm really hoping that he transfers his truck to his own insurance at some point. Anyway, now we're going to move on and we're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, let's talk about Sony last. But let's talk about the Amazon uh, has temporarily raised overtime pay for warehouse workers. In another episode of Things They Should Already Be Doing, we have Amazon raising their overtime wages. So normally, and this is, this is true for a lot of places, so you can't really fault Amazon for it. But normally, when you work overtime at Amazon, they pay you time and a half. So, you know, you make $10 an hour. If you're working overtime, you're making, uh, you're making $15 an hour. Now, obviously, they make $15 an hour, um, at least in the warehouse. And now they're raising it up, at least temporarily through April. Um, they're raising it by, they're raising base pay by, uh, by $2. So they're raising that up to $17 an hour through April. And then on top of that, they're raising overtime wages by double. So you get 30, what would that be? $34 an hour for overtime. That's not, yeah, something like that. that's not too bad. No. I mean, it's not great, but hey, uh, take what you can get, I guess. I just think it, again, as I said, this is something they should already be doing. Like, they should already, well, maybe not the double overtime, but they, they could raise wages to $17 an hour. Obviously, they can do it because I would imagine Amazon, I, I don't know if they're going to be making as much money as they normally do right now. With a lot of people no. home, with a lot of people at home, they might be ordering a lot more stuff from Amazon. But Definitely. on the but on the other hand, they could like a lot of the 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 extra stuff that you don't actually need, like uh, you know mixers or microphones and stuff like that. That might not be selling, but a lot more necessities might be selling, like toilet paper, because apparently everyone wants fucking toilet paper. Well, it's because everyone's a fucking idiot. Yes, uh, yes, they, they really that's are. what it is. So my, my question is this. What do you think about them raising wages? I mean, okay. It's just yet another thing where they're trying to look good in the face of all the other companies doing all the things that they're doing. Yeah. With the, with the whole COVID-19 thing. Like, you've got every motherfucking company going here's what we're doing in the face of covid19 and it's like new egg i don't care what you're doing all right you're new egg yeah you're just you, you don't have anything to do with my daily life so here's a like, question I, though here's a question uh and i it's probably an answer i could find if i googled it wasn't it covid10 before or was it always covid19 it's always covid19 Okay, I for some reason I thought I read it. As it 10 literally before. just means 2019. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So yeah, it's it's just all it is is a mutation of SARS. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was discovered in 2019. Yeah, uh, it's uh when I was talking to the guy from Geico because I had to call the claims people and have them get the tuck the tuck the truck towed and. 
the guy was like, hey, yeah, you know, you be safe and healthy. And I was like, yeah, you too. I know the, those call centers can be really uh, crowded. And he's like, nah, we're working from home. Yeah. And I was like, how is it that for so long places were like, you can't work at home, can't do it. And now they're like, oh, no, we could totally do that. Uh, it's because if you're working at the office, they have more control over what you're doing and creates a more... Uh, a more uh, uh, uh what what what's the what's the word authoritarian overbear yeah authoritarian yeah. overbearing atmosphere when i um, so when i worked at uh i won't say the name but not at not at my last job but the job uh one of the jobs before that they were designing a new building they really wanted to bring in a new building mainly because most of the offices were condemned trailers that were put there and the the city was like you know here's the thing you can have these here but you have to move them out within a year like you legally have you can't have them here for more than a year and they're like sure thing no problem five years later <laughs> they still have had it move those out <laughs> because that's that's the type of company that they are but they were designing a new building and they were they were looking at doing um, two floors and have like management on the upstairs and then sales, engineering, you know, everyone basically on the, the first floor. And they wanted to have kind of um, an open area on the top with, with rails that you could look over because the CEO wanted to be able to look down at the employees and kingdom. see at at his employees and see what they were doing at all times. So you know, yes. uh, you know, there's this um, there's this design in uh, prisons uh, that is very similar. Right, right. But where, uh, where it, the idea is that you're you're it's possible for you to be watched at any given time. And even though you aren't necessarily being watched at any given time, it gives you the feeling that you are. So yeah. you're less likely to do something you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. See, my problem is I don't really care if I'm being watched. So they're like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like looking at Twitter. Uh, <laughs> um, you want to fire me? Give me that unemployment here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, like, like I, I remember being in, in a meeting. That there was an, one other thing, and I hate these plans. I hate them. The open office plans. The, the, the ones where, like, instead of even having cubicles, you have just people sitting right next to each other, and you can collaborate. And it sounds all great and stuff, but I hate those. I'm like, give me a cubicle. Give me a fucking better yet. Give me, like, a shack out back that I could go work in just so I can get things done without distractions. And, eh. and maybe, maybe this is just me being, you know, a little paranoid, but doesn't it, does it not seem to you like the open office plan? The idea is that the individuals will be able to police each other. Yes. I mean, that's part of it. Right. But, uh, that one of the ladies that was, that was, one of the creative forces in making that, that open office design, we were having a meeting, and she's like, is everyone excited for this? And, I, and my reaction, because I can't control myself sometimes, I was just like, eh. And she 
apparently I didn't even notice what she like. She looked over at me and I was like, whatever. Uh, but my boss was like, man, if she if she could burn a hole through you with her eyes, she would have. <laughs> <laughs> she was not happy yeah. with my response. I did, I did I did something similar at my at my uh, last last job where they were they were talking about like well we have to meet these numbers on our on our calls because that's what this this uh, fucking ratings company or whatever says that we have to do and I'm like so well we just have to meet these arbitrary numbers because this random company that is paid just to do research says so and they're like, well, what do you mean? Are you trying to argue with statistics? And I'm like, it's it, the company, their entire purpose is just to tell other companies what to do without anybody questioning them. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't really see the value in that. And I, I, I actually had to talk to my boss after that because apparently, because it was his boss that I was saying this to. And she was apparently... Kind not of, uh, not very happy about that. Yeah, kind of not happy about me questioning the authority of this company that their their entire purpose is to just tell other people what to do. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, let's move back to the story. Amazon's raising uh, wages. Um. You see, you see the top comment, and no. I can't tell. I can't tell if this is supposed to like. Are, are they being sarcastic or not? Because it, they say, meh, I've stopped ordering since they announced they would only deliver essential supplies, not my electronic toys and such. Hope they extend the Prime membership by however long this event goes on. So, are, uh, are you, fu you fucking serious right now, you entitled cuck? Yeah, so there's still, sh like, you can still go on Amazon and buy stuff, right? Like, I, 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 I don't know exactly what they did, but I did read that they're not doing essential items with prime delivery right oh is that why everything's taking so long yeah so i think i i think that's um that's uh that's what's happening also by the way amazon is promising up to two weeks of pay for anyone uh either diagnosed with covid19 or placed into quarantine so that's that's good as well instead of some places which are like Hey, by the way, you get no pay. Also, Nathan, you're fired. So, <laughs> uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the Xbox Series X. Um, they've actually they did an they did an event, and uh, they announced a release date. And I'm trying to scan through this article and see when it's releasing. Uh, oh, Xbox Series X release date was November 26, and then. Microsoft took that back. So, uh, the, the, here's the facts. These are this is from Tech Radar. It says, "What is it? Xbox Series X will be out. Will be the next console. Um, Xbox Series X released holiday 2020. So between October and December. So probably November sometime. Uh, Halo Infinite and Hellblade 2 will be um, will be released." while all previous generations of Xbox console games will be covered by backwards compatibility. So you'll be able to play Xbox One games, uh, and then pr I presume all of the games that have Xbox 360 and Xbox back backwards compatibility, I presume that all of those will be included, but if it's not included in the emulation thing that they have right now, they're not going to include it. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're... they're 
only like green lighting the particular games that they know will work. Right, right. Uh, no prices are are yet. Um, the Xbox Series X will. They have confirmed that they won't have VR at launch. So, um, but Phil Phil Spencer has said that it looks like that it's going to be there eventually. They just won't have it at launch, which yeah. kind of makes sense. You don't want another connect like the Xbox Series X will only work with with the our VR headset, the Connect Three, <laughs> <clears throat> the Connect VR. Oh my God, yeah, they're man. gonna call it that. Oh my God, they're gonna name it that, I, aren't they? I don't. I don't think they will because Connect has such a bad. Yeah, to it. that would be hilarious though. Um, I I I, th- I think whenever they do eventually do VR, it'll be part of the uh, the Windows mixed reality brand. Yeah, can you look up the while we're talking about this? Can you look up the differences between the specifications of the PS5 and the Xbox One X that we know of so far? Okay. Um, because I I didn't pull that up, but I think that 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 would be an interesting thing because the. The next story we have is about PlayStation, and um, PlayStation did a deep dive event. Did you watch this, Aroa? Did, um, did you, you watch just that? cut out up until you said watch this, Aroa? Oh, that's weird. Uh, let's yeah. let's let's try that again. It's probably I think it's still in my recording, but for some reason Discord was a butt. So anyway, the PS Five also did their deep dive event this week. And did you watch that, Aroa? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, it was fucking boring. I thought it was fascinating. I well, okay. I I thought it was fascinating as well. Like like us looking at it from but from our eyes of being nerds and liking like knowing about how things are running, it was great. From a standpoint of a casual person like that wants to come in and be like, "What games can I play?" It was boring. And they showed no gameplay. They showed no, like, pictures of the PlayStation 5. Yeah, but that's not who it was for. It wasn't. It they wasn't even, for they that. They even said that. It was, it was for developers. Right. So they released a lot of specs on it, um, which, are, which was pretty cool. I mean, the, the, the neatest thing is the SSD that they're using. They're using a, what was it, 825 gig of internal storage? Or was it one well, terabyte? It's probably a terabyte, but a good chunk of it is, like, reserved. Yeah. Basically. And so they're using an NVMe uh, with the PCI, isn't it PCI 4? Um, PCIe 4? It, it's not. Oh, it's not? It is a proprietary... Uh, storage interface okay so it 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 uh they actually designed it before the pci4 spec was put out there oh okay um, they said that that at the time that they had designed it there actually weren't any nvme nvme drives that you could buy on the market that would be able to match the speeds of their their ssd right because they have they have their own chipset that they've designed that allows them to get really, really fucking high speeds out of off-the-shelf SSDs as long as they they 
will allow for for that kind of throughput. Yeah. So, so they they currently have their own their own SSDs that they're ordering probably from like Samsung or something. So I, I have and I have some of the specs here. Um, I I, I found a I found a comparison. Yeah. So I guess I, I, guess I should post that, huh? Yeah. Going over the going over the PlayStation Five specs. They have eight Zen 2 cores, so that's an AMD processor. Those are at 3.5 gigahertz. They have uh, 10.28 teraflops, 36 uh, compute units at 2.23 gigahertz, 16 gigs of GDDR6 memory, and 825 gig SSD with an NVMe SSD slot and a 4K UHD Blu-ray drive, which is funny because the PlayStation Pro does not have 4K UHD Blu-ray drive. Even though Sony owns the Blu-ray standard, or, or they're one of the 12 corporations in that conglomerate, they actually don't have a 4K drive in their PlayStation 4 Pro, which is the one that they want to have. Um, it, that's the one that Wait. they want to have 4K So on. does that mean you can't watch 4K movies off of Blu-ray on a PS4? That is correct. Blu-ray is a stupid specification. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that it will play the movie, but it won't play it in 4K. It, it'll I don't play know. it at 1080p. Yeah. yeah it yeah, probably yeah. can't stream the full, the four, the full 4K at uh, like at the full data rate it probably yeah. can't handle the the data rate so but while, that's fucking stupid it is it is and i i believe the reason why they did that was to save money because it's the say it is the same drive that they have in the original ps4 yeah, so they just obviously. never upgraded it uh mark cerny yeah, the... my close and personal friend mark cerny i uh i met him once and did not look him <laughs> in the eyes uh uh he said uh playstation 5 Users can buy certain M.2 SSDs on the open market, which you can install in the bay on the PlayStation 5. So which I they, think is they said they said that the way that this would work is they are literally doing so uh do you know do you know how um they tested the was it the Game Boy Color? Uh, uh no with, with original no. Game Boy games? No, I do not. They uh they had to get copies of every original Game Boy game in existence and test them on the Game Boy Color hardware. Really? Yes. Oh. That was how they made sure that it would be backwards compatible. Oh, interesting. And that that's essentially what they're doing with NVMe SSDs on the PlayStation Five. Yeah, just they're making getting, sure that they work. Yeah, they're they're getting uh they're getting PCI four. Uh, compatible S uh, NVMe SSDs and making sure that they will meet that speed of 5.5 to 5.9 gigabytes per second read. And the reason that they're doing that, because I, I like, I think that this is super important. Right. And the only real reason for consoles to continue existing is the same reason that Apple does what they do with their hardware. And that is to create a blanket baseline that all developers can design for so that you know that you will be able to do these things with this hardware well yeah like and like if we even and, think and back like, if we yeah. if we even think back to 
the original NES and the computers of that time, a lot of games on the PC were really kind of slow. You know, you had, you would have screens and it would load up that screen and you'd move to another screen. You didn't have, you know, like smooth scrolling like uh, Mario had. Even though computers were way more powerful than the NES because the NES was not very powerful at all. But because you had an operating system that was using up so much of your space and your RAM, it was kind of hard to create those games until, you know, of course, um, I believe the guys at id, was it, was it Carmack? Was, was Carmack one of the first ones that were able to, to go out and create actual side-scrolling platformers for computers because of the way that yeah. they, they worked? So it's a lot easier and, and, even... And even then, it required porting to... Because back then, each computer platform was kind of its own beast. Yeah. You had, you more or less had the same issue that you had with the console boom, as as in in that case where like, yeah, there there can be an Amiga port of this application, but there isn't necessarily a DOS port of this application, or mm -hmm. there's an Apple port of this application, and all that. Um, there's actually a really good series uh, that Ars Technica is doing, uh, called I think it's War Stories. Oh yeah yeah yeah, and I've seen that yeah. And uh, the one on Prince of Persia talks about that a bit, that, like, um, the Apple II uh, couldn't, couldn't run, or it couldn't run certain applications. And, yeah, because like, uh, memory usage. It would, it would run yeah. out of memory. Uh, well, I mean, uh, then there's also uh, Richard Garriott also did, uh, I, he did an interview with Spoonie a few years back. And he was talking about how... A few years. Yeah, a few years back. Was that like eight years ago now? It was oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Richard Garriott did an interview with Spoonie, and Richard Garriott was talking about how um, there's, there's a part in one of the Ultima games where at the very end it's, you fight the floor. The, just the floor starts attacking you. And Richard <laughs> Garriott was just like, yeah, we didn't have any more room to put enemies <laughs> because the yeah. game was full. So we just had to that improvise. Was, yeah. That was the, the Prince of Persia thing. Uh, the dude was like, yeah, everyone kept telling me I needed to put combat in, but I was like, there's no room. I can't fit any more sprites. You <laughs> see this animation. And then uh, he ended up realizing, wait a minute, I can just like shift the colors on the main character and now it's another character. But it and uses that, the same sprite. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the same sprite. All he did was like do calculation at the time of rendering mm -hmm. so that it shifts the colors of the sprite so that it, it it's keeping the same data in memory and and just altering it whenever it's being rendered. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. Uh Game Hut is uh the the one of the CEOs or or like founders of uh was it uh, Traveler's Tales? The uh, people that do Lego. Lego something games. like that. I, I don't know. Um, he, he does a lot of deep dive stuff in how they worked on uh, Sonic games. And yeah. also like uh, uh, Mickey Mouse. There's a, that Mickey Mouse Magic Mirror. Whatever. Uh, Castle of Illusion. Yeah, Castle of Illusion. Um, 
and he, Love he talks game. about a lot of the a lot of the crazy techniques that they did, and it all, a ton of it involves taking one little piece of graphics that are stored in memory and just copying that all over the screen and doing weird shit with it in order to do really incredible things that you wouldn't think would be possible on the hardware, but is possible just because it, you can play with the way that perspective and shit works with with that old hardware. Well, did you see the one and, on the war stories on Crash Bandicoot as well? Yeah. That one, like, apparently there's there's some... You, you only have two megs of cache or, or RAM on the, the PlayStation. So mm-hmm. you, you were really limited on what you could put on screen. And then also on top of that, there were certain things that the the console would, would have there that you didn't... That that didn't affect gameplay, but it need they needed to run in the background. So you realistically only had like one and a half megs of cash, and so the guy would just go in and he's like, "I wonder what would happen if in this area I just deleted this thing from the PlayStation <laughs> cache, and oh hey, it's still working." And so yeah. you free up <laughs> like another like, couple kilobytes. He just like deleted chunks of mandatory PlayStation libraries out of RAM. <laughs> and hope that the game wouldn't crash. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. And, like, the dude just literally invented streaming data off the disc. Yeah. Like, just invented it for Crash Bandicoot. Yep. And then, see, and, and this is what, what I went into my interview with Sony, and then we'll talk about the differences between the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox One X. But, I'm sorry, the Xbox Series X. Jesus. Um. <laughs> So when I went into my interview with with Sony, uh, I was talking to the game director and I was like, "Why do you have a Why do you have a Bubsy sign?" Like he just had like a three like the Bubsy 3D like cardboard cutout in his office, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that was uh that was the first game we ever made for the PlayStation." I was just like, "Ah, shit!" <laughs> and then we were talking about it because I don't I don't hate Bubsy. I've never actually played it, and I don't really plan on it but i like i i'm not one of those people that's like it's the worst game ever made because i played i played really bad games so um he was like yeah you know we're actually getting some some good praise in articles about our graphics uh which which you look back on and you're like why Mm -hmm. but like this was honestly it's one of the first 3d platformers and um, like, you know, Silent Hill, it had really good graphics, but they had to put all that fog in because they couldn't render anything past that because it was so demanding. And so they actually had a good draw distance, which the draw distance in Bubsy is really impressive for the PlayStation. But in order to achieve that, everything kind of has flat textures. So it was a trade-off. And uh, I think the way Crash did it, was uh, quite a bit better because they have very linear levels. Um, and like as you run forward or backwards, uh, certain parts of the level will get deleted as you run forward and backwards, which uh, like with Bubsy, it always shows. So it, I was talking with the, the director of Days Gone, he was just like, yeah, so we were getting some good praise on our graphics and draw distance and stuff, and then, like, two weeks before it was released, Crash came out. <laughs> and that was <laughs> that was the end of that. Um, 
But anyway, like, let's. There's, huh? there, yeah, there, there's just so much that like. It's really it, cool. That, yeah, it's really fucking cool, and it's also kind of kind of sad seeing like where Naughty Dog was. And mm -hmm. then seeing that now they're making Last of Us 2 where they're doing an advertisement about how Ellie can jump. Well, and also, if if you... I don't know. I, I like listening to those, like, war stories is what it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's amazing. The the lady who had to port Doom to the 3DO... Oh, God. Uh, is, yeah. is, is fantastic as well. Um, But, like, you listen to that, and you're never going to have that again. Never. You're well, not going to... You're, you're, you're not, but at the same time, this having this kind of baseline is kind of what lets it lets you do that. Mm -hmm. And listening to uh, uh, what was what was the PlayStation Five guy's name? Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny. Okay, I thought yep. I thought that was it. I didn't want to say it and sound like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, but listening to him talk about it and know that he knows so in depth exactly what he's talking about is yeah just enthralling but also like kind of outlines the kind of potential that exists in having this sort of feature set yeah he's a super smart guy um like he's worked on quite a few video games he worked on crash didn't he he worked yeah, on crash yeah, he crash was... and crash 2 yeah um he, he he designed crash yeah so he's a he's a really smart guy but uh let's get into the differences so the PlayStation 5 has the Zen 2 uh, 8 cores, Zen 2 uh, at 3.5 gigahertz max. And then the Xbox Series X has 8 core Zen 2 at 3.6 to 3.8 gigahertz. So, not, I mean, not much of a difference. Uh, the well, maximum. 3.6 or 3.8, which I'm not sure if that just means that it only steps between those two. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird, but but still not that much of a difference. Like at eight cores, that three hundred megahertz probably won't it won't matter that much. To be fair, um, no, it's just a weird like that's just a weird statistic. Yeah, the graphics on the PlayStation they have the uh, Navi RDNA two thirty six compute units at two point two three gigahertz, which ends up being ten point three teraflops. Um. And then the Xbox Series X is slightly, it has quite a bit more compute units. It's they're both the Navi RDNA two. Uh, but this one has clock, right? yeah, this has fifty two compute units at one point eight two five gigahertz, which ends up being twelve teraflops. Again, I don't know if this is going to matter that much. Like, well, and also you have to consider like because mark cerny was up there talking about this mm -hmm. and was like honestly teraflops aren't even really that accurate of a way to portray the power of the hardware right because there's there's so much more sitting behind that that is a lot more difficult to put in a friendly marketing kind of way yeah like it, it it's it doesn't mean as much as what people would like it to mean. Right. And honestly, the differences here, again, they probably won't matter that much. Most no. likely, like, let's say you have a game that's made for the Xbox One and the PS5. One of them might run at, like, a few frames a second less or more, depending on what they're utilizing. It's not going to be... It's not going to be as different as we had with the PS5 and the Xbox One launch that we had. 
where and let, and let's be honest oh. most games are going to be running on unreal engine or unity anyway yeah so there aren't going to be any of those low level optimizations in the first place yeah this is really weird like if you look at the video memory part uh like the video memory part for the PlayStation says 16 gig gigabytes of GDDR6 256 bit interface 448 gigabytes a second so it's a pretty short it's a pretty short description. The Xbox Series X is way longer. 16 gigabyte GDDR6 with 14 gigabits per second, 320 bit interface, 10 gigabytes at 5600 gigabytes a second allocated to GPU, uh 6 gigs at 3 <laughs> I'm sorry, 336 gigabytes a second allocated to the rest of the system with 3.5 gigabit bytes for GPU. Um, they both Wait, have 16 what? gigs. I'm so confused by that. Yeah. yeah Why yeah, yeah. is it split up so weirdly? And like, what is it? So, six gigabytes are uh, substantially so... slower mm -hmm. that are allocated to the rest of the system, except there's also three and a half gigs of that that are dedicated to the GPU, along with the 10 gigs of yep. fast RAM that are dedicated. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, they both have 4K Blu-rays. Uh, they both have 8K maximum output resolution. I, I'm going to expect that is for videos or like yeah. streaming. It's yeah. not gonna be. It's not gonna be for gameplay. No. Um, no, absolutely not. The maximum frame rate is 4K at 120 frames a second. I doubt that. I doubt that games are going to be running at 4K at 120 well, it, frames a second. Yeah, no, no. That That is almost definitely just describing the HDMI standard that it will be coming with. Yeah. Um, now, I, I could see 1080p at 120 frames a second, but not 4K. Yeah. Um, but there's no, there, there's really not much of a point. This is the, and this is the exact fast. opposite of the, the GPU one. So the <laughs> Xbox Series X... It just says audio, and I don't know what this means, but the Xbox Series X has ray-traced audio? Yes. Okay. While the audio in the PS5 is 3D accelerated by custom Tempest engine hardware for headphones only at launch, supplemented by virtual surround for speaker audio. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was the one that... That was, like, the, the thing that they spent the most time talking about uh with was the, that, the ps5 was that like being able to take stereo headsets i didn't quite understand and maybe i wasn't paying attention but was that for taking stereo headsets and using them as 3d simulations so it's basically them be uh, them trying to take really really complex uh audio processing and hardware accelerate it to the point that you can have really rich 3d audio on a uh, in real time on on the ps5 because like that that's the thing with like three so-called 3d audio is you don't really need uh, an array of speakers to do it well you just need to have a very highly processed neural network uh that that is doing all the the audio processing as it's happening 
And it's it, the problem is it has to be processed per person or it doesn't work. Right. And right. so that's that's kind of what they're they're doing is trying to make these baseline uh profiles. I think they said they're launching with eight of them that will hopefully make it to where most people can experience really good 3D audio with the the PS5. Yeah. Um it, it, and like if you've ever uh if you go even into your Windows sound settings, there are features in there for uh for simulating 3D audio with your headphones. Uh, Matrix encoder, I think it is, or Matrix decoder. For some reason, um, I thought you were going to talk about the the PS2 game, The Matrix, and I was like, no, it's... What? <laughs> no. <laughs> that um, game was bad, by the way. Yes. Uh, like, it all just comes down to uh, how different... Because, like, like, your ears all all sound uh like the way that your brain interprets the location of sound sources comes from when one ear hears something as opposed to when the other ear hears it and uh. so you can do all of that processing using just two speakers and that that's why doing it with headphones works like that is oh, okay. you can just play the same sound a few microseconds at, at a delay, and it sounds like it's in this location as opposed to that location, and all that. Well, and like, I think that, that's, that's I think all that's it comes down to partially why, uh, like sirens have alternating tones because if it was the same tone, you wouldn't be able to tell where it was at. Um, well, it's 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 that, but it's also just that the brain will tune out a repetitive sound, whereas if it's a constantly changing sound, it can't tune it out. Yeah, um but anyway, with ray traced uh audio or 3D audio, um that's a lot of kind of what they're doing with um the Tempest engine thing. They're going to have hardware ray traced audio. Um but it all it is is just doing that same kind of 3D audio processing but in the way that most most games do it. Uh, okay. Um, using some kind of library that's already out there. Uh, Steam actually launched, uh, I think it's just called Steam Audio, um, a a year or two ago. Yeah. uh, That it was part of them developing their VR stuff uh, that uses ray tracing to find audio sources and, and, like, define where that sound is coming from and do all that processing for you. It's that same idea. It's the same way that light works with ray tracing. It's just shooting a bunch of lines out from a location to then kind of choose how to process that audio based on the location of the player whenever that ray finally hits the player character. Okay. It's it's a lot of complex sounding stuff that just makes it to where audio sounds really good whenever you're playing with headphones, which I I don't even think a lot of people do. I I always play with headphones, so... Well, you do on PC. Right, but like console players, I don't feel like a lot of them do. Yeah, which some think, of them do. Which is cool that Sony is bothering doing like so much work with virtual surround sound for that. Well, how how big is streaming right now? I think that might have something to do with it as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point because a lot of people, if you if you don't play with headphones on, you're gonna get echo on the yeah echo echo like ass. Um, let's talk about the new controller features. The PlayStation 5 is getting haptic feedback. 
uh, adaptive triggers. I don't know what that means. And USB-C. So I, I am, cool. I'm just assuming, but I think that the adaptive triggers thing might be that the controller can kind of push back against your finger as you're pulling the trigger. Oh, that's got to be it. Like, um, I would imagine, like, let's say you're playing a racing game. Yeah. And, uh, like, you're you're pressing the throttle down, it'll, like, push back. Didn't it? Doesn't um, the Xbox already have that? No, it has, um, They I think they have additional vibration control, uh, vibration motors in the triggers. Yeah, because so I, it, like, but I it don't think do anyone really cool uses stuff. those. They like, do on actual Xbox games. Oh, uh, particularly right. Particularly uh, Forza uh, makes really good use of it. It feels really cool. I wonder um, if they brought that into the PC version of that game. I don't know. I, I would download it, but it's like 150 gigs. And I know. And nobody got time for that. Right. Oh, I do. I have a 600 meg connection. That would take me like maybe an hour or two. Oh, no. I just, I, I, what I really mean is that I'd have to delete half of my games library to fit that on my fucking hard drive. Oh, right. Shit. Right, right, right. So anyway, uh, the VR support, obviously, PS. VR is going to be included with the PlayStation. You didn't mention the share button on the Xbox. Oh, right, right. There's a share button and it has dynamic. Don't be a PlayStation fanboy. I'm sorry. I just forgot. Share button is going to be on the Xbox Series X. Dynamic latency input. You All of your previous Xbox One controllers will also work. And I believe. Oh, I didn't the, know that. Yeah, all of your old Xbox One controllers will work on the new Xbox Series X. Is it is it all of them or is it only. The ones with Bluetooth. Oh, wait, no, they're using their proprietary 2.4 yeah. gigahertz thing. Never yeah, mind. so the, it'll work. Uh, and then also, I think, I want to say that they're moving to USB-C as well, but I could be wrong. There's no way they wouldn't. Yeah. Everyone's moving to USB-C. Yeah, There's everyone literally is. no reason not to. Uh, so let's Especially go talk Especially since the EU is going to force everyone to do that. Good. Good. Do it. Um, VR support. Obviously, PlayStation 5 is going to have PSVR support unknown for the xbox we already talked about that um both of them are gonna have streaming uh console streaming uh yes and yes remote play and console streaming i don't know what the difference is for those isn't remote play where you can like hook up your vita i think and then yes i i don't know backwards well, compatibility. You, can, you can do it on pc as well Right. Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, PSVR, I'm sorry, uh, PS4 games are going to be backwards compatible. <laughs> it's, it's weird the way Mark Cerny said it, and I don't like it. He said that PS4 games, most of the top 100 games will be playable on the PS4. Most of them. Like 90-something mm -hmm. percent. So there's going to be games that you cannot play on your PS4 or PS5 that you could play on your PS4. I don't like this. Well, they they the problem is they haven't been able to test all of them. I think was the idea was it just like they're they're pretty sure that like most games in general will run on the PS5 if they ran on the PS4. I would imagine I they put the same hardware instruction set on the PS5 as mm -hmm. was on the PS4, so it should be able to handle all the all the same syscalls and all that. Well, and what I don't like also is they could easily 
easily put an emulator for PS1 and PS2 games on there now. So Just... I, I still think that there's a possibility of that. I really do. I, I kind of don't because they have the PlayStation Now, which we'll get into later, and they probably just don't want to because... I don't know. I don't I, know. I feel like since, since they, they did the PlayStation 1 classic thing and they know that a lot of those games work pretty right. well with, uh, with PCSX Reloaded, that they could probably get away with just putting PCSX Reloaded on there and just being like, it's a beta, and just call it a beta for literally forever. That's what Google does. And yeah. leave it that way. Yeah. I, I, think exactly. go- I think the Google search bar is still in beta. So The search bar? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I would not be surprised if they did that, but as of right now, we don't know if they're doing any of that backwards compatibility. I now think the, P- the PS2 stuff. I I don't know about that. I don't know how they that could, work. They could just just buy the just put PCSX2. Yes, just do that and then be like, have fun. Like they they did it. Bef- <sighs> well, they did it before with the PlayStation Three. All the PlayStation Threes can play original PlayStation games. Everyone, even yeah, the latest yeah, the console. P- yeah, PS1. Um, yes, and, but also the the so the first edition of the PS3 could play PS2 games because they had like the instruction set for the PS. No, no, they did not have the instruction set for the PS2 in there. What did they have? They had a PS2 in there. Right. But well, and then they had the second version. It was literally a physical PS2 inside (laughs) of that machine. I, I I want that by the way. I want one of those original ones. I have Um, one. Give it to me. Give it to your friend Reeton. Um, but then they, they released a second version or another version that could play PS2 games, but it didn't do it with emulation. No. I, oh, they, they just they kept that in PS2 there. out. They did. They did. But like, they did it over a little bit of time. Like they had, they, they I, had one I'm pretty that. Sure that the, I'm pretty sure that everything after the original 60 gig release removed hardware ps2 or removed ps2 emulation entirely still had hardware ps1 emulation and then after that they switched to uh, software ps1 emulation only okay i thought there was i'll have to take a look in that uh i thought they had i thought they had emulation for the ps2 on there uh, cerny even pointed out during the the presentation like that was what they did with the ps3 is they just they just took an extremely die-shrunk version of the PS2 and just shoved it inside the PS3 and said, there's your backwards compatibility, motherfucker. Yeah. And, like, obviously it worked pretty much flawlessly because it was literally a PS2, but it also cost way too much. That, right. that was why the PS3 cost $600. Well, that and it had well, that, that and it. the cell architecture. The cell architecture, the, the Blu-ray drive being included. There were a lot of things. That were that were hampering that uh that launch. How basically. big Sony thought their dicks were. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Xbox One, uh, as we or the Xbox Series X, will of course have Xbox One and supported Xbox 360 and original Xbox games being backwards compatible. Uh, the notable launch games for PlayStation Five are Godfall, which has no gameplay and no one knows what the fuck it is. Yep. And the Xbox Series X has Halo Infinite, 
uh, Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2, and Minecraft. So it's got okay. three Do we games. really need to put Minecraft in there? I, that's what it really says here. Releasing it? Yeah. But apparently like, it's going to be a launch. Minecraft's going to be on everything. Yeah. Mine, Minecraft is literally on my phone. And I have a also, Nokia. Also, it, like, it, it's a fucking UWP app or UWA, whatever mm -hmm. the hell. Yeah, no, it's UWP app. Yeah. So it's going to run on everything that runs Windows anyway. Uh, for the subscription tie-in, of course, you have PlayStation Now. Uh, for the PlayStation and Xbox Game Pass, which is significantly better than the PS PlayStation Now. In every fucking way. Yeah. Both of them are going to be holiday 2020, and we do not know the price on either of them. I'm I'm guessing four to five hundred dollars for both of them. I'm uh, the, the Xbox Series X will probably be five hundred. I bet. Yeah, I would. I would imagine they're going to be around five hundred dollars. Um, I bet Sony that's... will try to shoot for four hundred on the PS5, and I bet the the Series X will. Uh, they'll they'll put it at either five hundred or four fifty. And right. then they'll introduce a cheaper version that'll be like four hundred. Oh, by so so we're that's it that's it that's our that's our show. We're done talking about it. But uh, I did want to mention one thing. It's a good thing that I got laid off, or I'm sorry, fired. I actually got fired uh, when I did because it was like two or three days before everything started falling apart. So I was able to apply for. Uh, unemployment and then apparently ever since then everyone else is applying for unemployment there were eighteen thousand people in oregon that applied for unemployment in one day oh yeah several uh several states unemployment websites went down because mm -hmm. it essentially was a ddos attack yeah that's what happened uh here and then also i tried to call because i got a letter and i sent the they they asked me for some more information, basically like, hey, why did you get fired? And you have to fill out this form. And so I was going to call and be like, hey, can I do this? Uh, no, don't do that. It was busy. Every time you would call, the <laughs> number it, it would just give you a busy signal, which I didn't even know could happen. And then um, that was all. I would try it like every 15 minutes for a few hours. I just kept trying. I would, I would tr call, busy signal, call, busy signal. I got through one time to where I was able to put in my information. I stayed on the line waiting on hold for 25 minutes and then the call hung up. And then I tried calling back and there was a busy signal. It was awful. But uh, everyone, uh, be safe. Uh, have a good week. If you're working from home, good. If you're not able to work from home, your boss sucks. Um, thank you for being here, Roa. Yeah, no problem. When do you start your new job? Tomorrow? Uh, not tomorrow, but the following Monday. So I basically am treating this week like a, like a vacation. Nice. Come visit me. It'll be fun. We can not do anything. Yeah, I'll go get on a plane right now for the whole $20 it'll cost at the risk of getting coronavirus. I mean, that's not too bad. Just wear a mask. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you for being here. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.